You're listening to Rock Out With, hosted by me, Danny Faye. So, okay, if you just want to introduce yourselves. Sure. Uh, so, I'm Jess. I'm the lead singer in Night Thieves. I'm Rick. I'm the bassist in Night Thieves. And I'm Paul, guitarist in Night Thieves. Cool. Um, so, I've just seen that you did your last gig of the year. How was it? Yeah, it was surreal actually because, um, yeah, we haven't gigged for a while. And this is, uh, is it our second one this year? It is our second one. We pretty much had just two sort of leading into the, like the end of the year. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was great. It's just nice to get out there again. <laughs> It was, um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was Cannon Rocks, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah so it was, um, it was a really good good day out, honestly. All the other bands were awesome. Um, yeah, it's just nice to meet bands again as well, like bands you haven't heard, and actually get to talk to people about music. And yeah, just it's, it's been really good as well because it meant that we could play the, the new songs from the EP that were recorded earlier in the year. And it's been nice to just honestly just get them out and finally be able to play them live. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking of your last EP, it's called Spiral, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how was that named came about? Well, I think, um, well, we didn't really have like a, a suit. We started sort of writing it, I think, it's probably now a couple of years ago. I've lost track of time completely already, you know. <laughs> um, but I think it's like, I think, yeah, it must be like two years ago with the pandemic and all that. Um, and um, we sort of started to write a, a little bit heavier on our EP and um, uh, type of lyrics I was kind of writing down at the time. I was talking about sort of things that are quite prevalent, I think, for quite a few people nowadays um, about, you know, your well-being. And um, for me, I think I remember having a bit of a stressful moment being my inspiration for that song right at the start <laughs> and, you know, having pressure on yourself to do stuff, probably writer's book. And um, so that sort of started to develop a little bit into kind of the next few tracks that we wrote during the lockdown. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of that kind of theme around kind of internal feelings and internal thoughts and I guess spirals kind of sort of one of those things where you know if you if you think about burdens and think about um, uh, you know kind of uh, your vulnerabilities and all that stuff this kind of idea that this kind of whirls into your head it sort of starts to it started to bring out a bit of a theme to the album and I think spirals sort of became sort of a perfect thing we sort of thought about towards the end of that whole process and uh, thought just um, we thought that just kind of fitted fitted with that theme. What's your uh, do you each have a favourite track on it? Mm. Mine yeah. keeps changing honestly like uh, it's I think a lot of them I, especially when we recorded them I think off the wire started off as my favorite before we recorded and i think during recording i think figure it out became my favorite and then now we're playing it live i think atoned 
is now now favourite, but they just go up in stages just because <laughs> they've all got their different personality, the different times we've, you know, played it or done it in the recording studio. It's yeah. Um, yeah. I think um I think for me, I think uh I think it's probably figure out figure it out just because it was the um it's just the most difficult song to do. Like, you know, we, we nearly scrapped it at one point and that just, it was just so frustrating. And then we got in the studio, played with a few bits and then it just come, it just, you know, it, it all of a sudden everything just clicked and it just sounded, you know, it just sounded great from there. So probably, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite ones off there just for the work that we put into it and, you know, it, a song that nearly wasn't um, turned out pretty pretty good. So I think I'm still stuck on off the wire. I think off the wire was kind of the the seed of it all. That still stuck with me. So I'm I'm still I think my favourite still off the wire. Because you re you recorded it partly during lockdown and then managed to get into a recording studio. Is that right? Yeah, that, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think we had arranged it to go into. We had arranged to go into the recording studio. I think before before all that. I think we were. I think Paul, we were planning it like the the year before, or something like that, haven't we? We'd already started planning it, um, and we were beginning writing it at that. You know, uh, with a um, good solid set of um, tracks that we definitely wanted to go in with. Um, so we kind of started to uh, do that and I think we got we managed to get the dates pushed back a little bit when that sort of happened um, so we ended up having to do a bit of remote you know pre-production and working at that point <laughs> so it kind of put, off, put us off a little bit you know and um, <clears throat> yeah I think that was kind of really really strange because usually well I'm so used to like getting into the studio and bouncing off e each other's ideas and um, we suddenly found ourselves trying to finish doing some of that remotely. Um, I think probably Paul and Rick are way more uh, disciplined than I am for, for doing something like that. Um, whereas I really, really struggled uh, a little bit with that sort of in the room try and just listening without that energy. Um, but I, I think you guys handled it a little bit better than me, to be honest. Yeah, I think... Um... I think our writing process, like Rick and I will, you know, we've always sort of sent ideas across to each other. Um, you know, we'd get like a, at least a verse and a chorus before taking it into the studio. But um, it was definitely, you know, that bit's probably like quite easy for us musically. Um, but it's some of the fine tuning and, and that. And you just have to be in a rehearsal room together to, you know, sort of iron these things out. You know, we've got some new ideas at the moment and it's like, yeah, we all need to get get in the same room together uh, to figure out, you know, some of these sections and stuff. So, um, so yeah, so definitely towards the end, it was a bit of a bit of a struggle. And then we we did eventually get into the studio a little bit, didn't we? I think sort of by August, maybe we managed to get in the same room together. Yeah, um, it changed a lot. So the only song we really had before lockdown, like the song that we really had focus was off the wire, was completely we were kind of happy with it. And then we sent it to the guys in the studio who were awesome and they came back and had like arranged it slightly, well, slightly differently, quite a bit differently. And we were blown away by it and we were getting really excited about recording. And then obviously lockdown and everything happened. 
and we kind of had the bare bones of the other two songs. Like we kind of had the, the skeletons mm. and obviously we were then forced to work remotely. It was, and yeah, as, as Jess said, it was, it was okay for me and Paul, but it, yeah, you miss that really, that, that energy that you only get when you're all in a room and just need to hash it out. And um, it missed that for a while and then eventually we managed to capture that. Yeah, because I suppose when you're at home, all you want to do is watch the TV or play the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But it's also yeah. quite hard, like, especially what I find with bass, is like you record, you know, you start recording at home and you're like, oh, well, I've got a progression or you've got a riff and you can't hear the, like, you can't really hear the rest of it. You just end up with this, like, you end up with a bass track and you're like, well, that's okay. <laughs> Not really sure what else you can do with that, but you know, it's. Um, and then I'd like send it to Paul, and he'd do something awesome over the top, and it'd come back and be like, "Ah, that's where the song's going." Um, but it it takes quite a while, and by that time, you know, you know that can be a couple of days or a week, and you're suddenly like, "Oh, well, I've forgotten what the song was now, or I've forgotten that moment of how like what my inspiration was when you wrote it, or what the inspiration was." And Paul probably was the same. He like comes with a guitar line and. Um, yeah, by the time it's been cycled around everyone and sent in files, sent back, it's a bit like, oh, what were we trying to do at the start? Yeah, I think, and we went through renditions of, uh, like you said, it was the figure it out one. Um, <clears throat> I think we had done like a few hundred type of versions of that one, trying to work out how to get it all to fit together, wasn't it? And um, yeah, and you're right, when you're at home, I, how many marathons did I do of Netflix stuff? Goodness me, I think that's been like inspirational lyrics after a while. But um, yeah, just, um, yeah, it, it, it did sort of great a little bit on some blockages, but um, the guys at the recording studio are great, you know, with that. And uh, um, Paul Vizzer, who was producing it, he also really helped out um, in some of those blocks. He was really great at kind of motivating and kind of inspiring ideas there. So how did you all meet? Well Rick and I we played in a few bands uh, together um, and we'd been in a, a band uh, before Night Thieves. Um, it's kind of a bit more of a I don't know how would you describe it Rick? Is it kind of a harder heavy rock? I don't know. It's kind of yeah, a lot of, like no. southern rock kind of uh, yeah. um, vibe to it. Um, exactly. And, yeah, and after that, we were kind of looking for something a bit just different that we wanted to kind of yeah, move, we wanted to kind of move away from that sound. Um, and we met with Paul, who he was yeah, it was quite fortunate because he'd he came in with like some ideas um, uh, that were like down tuned B. Uh, to uh, yeah, down tune to B, and luckily I just bought like a five string bass the the other week before that, and I was it was like oh great I get to use that now, <laughs> and it kind of it kind of all fitted, um, and it was the direction we really wanted to go like a more yeah. I think more modern a more modern sound I don't know how you describe it Paul. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I think like yeah I think your guy your old band is a lot more you know. A bit more rocky. There was quite a lot of like Zeppelin and Sabbath vibes in there, I think, and that. But I think, um, yeah, I was just looking to do something different as well, um, I guess. And I just 
randomly just started writing in uh, in you know in, in you know in kind of drop b and um it's, you know, i had all these songs that might well i'm going to do with them and then saw these guys uh, i think rick posted an ad um went for an audition and um and that was it we got straight to work basically so we yeah we had quite a lot of songs in a short space of time so is it just the three of you or do you have a permanent drummer yeah, we, do, we do now have a drummer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andreas, who's played the last two gigs with us, he joined, I think in, I can't remember now, was it July? September? September? August. One of those months of those that months, we've just listed. You're a can start naming all the months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they all blend into one another now. Um, yeah, so, so Andreas has been with us, um, yeah, for a couple of months now, and he's he's been awesome. He's um, in Argentina over... Uh, December, which is why is uh, why we our last gig was last month. Um, but yeah, he's come in and been absolutely awesome. He's been really excited by all the songs, and it's it's a good time for him to join because we've had we've started writing new stuff. Um, so he gets to be involved at the ground level, which is what we really wanted. We wanted someone to come in and start writing with us, and um, it's yeah, it's really reinvigorated us actually and got us really excited for the next uh well next chapter and so are you planning on doing another like so you're saying new stuff is that another ep or like a full-length album what's the plan i think it's <laughs> looking like an ep at the moment maybe um no i've got i've got so many ideas we've got one one song which is coming together quite well at the moment i've just got a folder of like i think i'm up to idea 22 of just like <laughs> just random things i've just got so i've got lots of cool little parts and yeah we just need to sort them together so i, I don't know if it would be the spiral was only three tracks and i think um you know just kind of the whole covid you know covid thing situation we're in it, it, it just sort of limited us a little bit so i think um like to do an album but I think it's probably more likely going to be a, a longer EP I think but we'll see anything can change I mean we might yeah, <laughs> yeah all these ideas that uh, that we've got might just turn into songs very quickly so yeah. and then we get ourselves really confused as well because certainly <laughs> Paul yeah. likes to call ideas like idea one two three four and I tend to when I write something like look around my room for a, a funny name <laughs> so now complete I, I can't remember what song what idea x is compared to the name that i put it we need a mapping for each of them to work out what we actually what we actually yeah. put into the, the folder now just yeah just stick to my system rick no it doesn't work Stick to my system not as funny <laughs> oh dear you'll have to find a system that works for all of you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, the song numbers doesn't tend to work all the time, yeah, because we um we get confused with we start playing different stuff, don't we? When it's quite twenty six, and someone else thinks it's song number seven and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, so I don't think the Adele version of uh, single naming. No, quite yeah, we, we have we have we have done that. We've gone to play a song at rehearsal, and literally you all went gone in to play a different song. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh which uh, sounded interesting yeah. but uh, yeah. Jess usually has the last word when she like names a song that's 
like that's the name of the song and it's done um but that yeah you have to wait a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah maybe just start giving them names so you all know where you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so what what's the best thing about being in a band Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> obviously you use lot of contended with lockdown and like you've done remote recording and stuff so what would you say has kept you together um, creating something i think at the end of yeah. the, at the end of the day i mean it's ultimately it's fun otherwise we wouldn't <laughs> do it um and you know it it's i think that always keeps us going but i think yeah, the kind of at the end of the day when you've got you've created some music, there's a huge sense of accomplishment and that you've done something ultimately that you love and you can listen back to and think, I, oh, you know, we all of us came together and created that and no, you know, together, no one else could have created that because it's the components of the people doing it and it's really exciting to have that thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> No, that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah, I, yeah, because I was saying before, wasn't I, about struggling <laughs> sitting in a room on your own? I, yeah, definitely the case of, you know, I, I definitely prefer, you know, I, I, I like collaborating a lot more. And, and like you say, you've got sort of a load of great musicians and being able to do something with them and be creative with them to produce this thing is is just um great. Yeah, I really appreciate that. It's a it's a really good feeling yeah i think i think when we finally managed to get into the studio and it wasn't even a run i think we were like we had two other lockdowns to contend with so um you know and i think just it had a much greater appreciation um and just enjoyed the whole process more i think this time just because just couldn't get wait to get back into the studio again um and then playing live as well i mean that's you know it's always a, a massive thing for me and finally getting to play live well twice last month was, was awesome so i don't know I, I feel like i just got a whole new appreciation again like you know really found everything but even like the pr pro you know the process went into promoting the ep and everything so everything about it was um was fun i think so i think you know it goes back to what rick said as long as it's fun and then you know you just kind of enjoy every part of being in a band i think because yeah, i suppose when you're playing live you get that feedback and that energy from the fans as well yeah definitely, de definitely. it was uh it was so nice to, to feel that as well actually um yeah it was awesome um, so what's the plans for next year? Uh, hopefully more gigs. Uh, definitely more gigs. That's the one thing we really missed. Um, but uh, yeah, as guys were saying, I, I guess we <clears throat> carrying on with the songwriting at the moment. So I think definitely would lo look forward to doing that because, yeah, the past year has been sort of trying to get over that whole pandemic and trying to get over that you know out, uh, getting that ep out and getting a few getting a few gigs so it's just trying to build that momentum back up um 
and yeah, doing some some new music will be quite exciting, especially with Andreas now uh, as drummer. That's going to be fun to do, I think, because um, you know he's he caught up to speed with you know the songs that we've got at the moment, and then having him involved now is going to be quite exciting. And um, yeah, gigs definitely, please more gigs. <laughs> <laughs> So lots and lots and lots of gigs for you. <laughs> yeah, we hope. We hope. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> what about like um, like merchandise or like physical copies? Because obviously you got a CD. Are you looking to do like vinyl or anything as well? That'd we be nice. Thought about vinyl, <laughs> have we? We've got we is that we've got CDs um, and we've got we've got some T-shirts done for the for website. Um, but, and we're kind of, I think it's kind of feeling into that we, it's always a bit, um, you know, you're always a bit nervous when you start making merch, like, is anyone going to buy it? Is, you know, <laughs> are you going to sell it? Um, but I think, yeah, I think we're do, doing a bit of a feeler and seeing, you know, how well we do with that kind of thing. Um, and we've, that we were actually quite surprised by the amount of people when the EP came out who actually messaged us saying, when are you going to get, you know, you're going to set a CD version of it. Um, and we had a guy from, was it Vancouver? Was it? Yeah. Uh, near Seattle, I think. Near, near Seattle, who, who asked for a CD and T-shirt, which was awesome. Um, so we were kind of blown away by that. And um, yeah, it was, quite, it was surprising how many would, people were asking about CDs. So, um, But no, no vinyls, I don't think yet. I don't think we've, we've had a think about that. I suppose the vinyl is like more an album deal rather than an EP dealy. <laughs> That's probably what we should yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, maybe we should go for an album so we can get a nice big vinyl. Um, I mean, you get small vinyls, but having a big proper LP looks pretty cool, doesn't it? So. Yeah. And obviously, I suppose it's um the difficulty in getting them made and selling them and stuff. Like you said, you don't know whether they're going to sell or not. Yeah. But then obviously yeah. streaming. How how do you guys feel about streaming? It's a bit of a it's a bit of a <laughs> double edge, isn't it? You know, it's great for exposure um, and and getting out there. I mean, I was looking at some stats. We've been added to so many, you know, uh, like hundreds of playlists and stuff, which is which is great. But um, you know, you don't get you don't get anything back from it. You you, you know, you don't uh, you know you don't make any money from it to invest into the next you know into the next recording or, or anything so it's um yeah, personally i think the streaming uh companies could be doing could be paying artists a, a lot more i think um so yeah it's i know i'm mixed about it but saying that you know i stream you know i have a subscription you know stream most things i've got you know um so yeah, it's uh, a tricky one. I'm on the fence. <laughs> but like the, the thing with the streaming, though, uh, that probably wasn't so uh, so much the case before. It's been for other people to be able to access that music and actually even find your music, you know, on playlists. Like I do that all the time when I'm listening. You know, I going into sort of random playlists and looking up certain genres and trying to find new bands. And I think in that way it's uh, a lot easier 
for you know independent bands like us to sort of you know um get get a little bit of exposure not massive i guess so you still have to promote your stuff and get it out yeah. there for people to find out right but um i think i guess that's the one thing i think is is, is still quite a good advantage for us to to have uh streaming like i said probably the next level is you know how can you how can you make that you know <clears throat> a bit you know commercial but for me i think as as a listener i always you know like people i've got my apple subscription and all that and i'm on my spotify and youtube and all that stuff so um i mean i think that's that's the one good thing that maybe we at least opens the doors for for bands like us yeah i mean still buys a lot of cds i mean i'm actually i'll be honest i don't stream a lot um okay i'm on spotify but i very rarely use it um I, I honestly, if I, it probably narrows my music field because it means I don't hear about things off playlists. But um, I honestly, if I really like a band, I'll buy the CD off Amazon. I'll do the auto rip thing they have where you buy the CD and get the MP3 straight away. Or um, if I, if it's too expensive on Amazon, I'll usually buy it on iTunes or, ba- or Bandcamp. Um, but yeah, I, I very rarely use streaming services. Um, I honestly don't know why. <laughs> I really like having the CDs though. Um, there's something about having the physical CD that I really love. Yeah, the artwork and stuff, that's, that's yeah. something really different that you don't really get from streams, isn't it? And the order, like when you're listening to an album, you can't, it doesn't, you can't put it on a shuffle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like, like you said, with the streaming, like especially for you guys, you can go onto your artist page and it'll be like, oh, you like these? You might like these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a bit of a mixed bag sometimes, isn't it? You don't know what you're getting compared to. <laughs> I sometimes look at those and then I click on like um, similar artists and they're like nothing like, you know, the person I'm looking up. So it's a bit of a hit and miss. Um, but yeah. What about um, social medias? Are you on all of those? Yeah, we do all that on the internet. <laughs> So we're on the YouTube, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're doing a lot of that and... Um, we're on all of them. The only one we haven't really done is, is TikTok, yeah. I was going to say, what about oh, TikTok? God, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'm really to... trying to avoid that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I, I haven't looked into it enough, like, you know, I haven't looked into it enough to see how uh, how it can sort of really work for for bands and stuff because it's it's not all about you know stupid dancing and stuff there's there's more to it but i just i just haven't had time to figure it out yet really like how how it really works bands but um i see a lot more there's a lot more bands and artists have been on there um recently as well so yeah mainly just focusing on you know you know instagram facebook and twitter kind of like the main the main three but um yeah tiktok needs some investigating i think i would definitely advise investigating into it because i mean you could do one of those stupid dances like if it's trending put one of your songs behind it and it will end up on their for you page and then loads of people then find your songs it's actually blown up mm. quite a few like songs that way yeah yeah I got, just got to be like witty enough to come up with some kind of sketch yeah. to, put, to put some of our lyrics in so we can get it viral. Hey, 
just start setting pranks up when you're in the rehearsal room. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. There's definitely definitely no way I'm dancing, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh yeah, I need um yeah, I need a few I need a few drinks to do that. Maybe we'll do some secret memes in the studio or pool. Oh dear. Okay, um, so obviously it's this this time of year, so I'm gonna ask, are you all looking forward to Christmas? Definitely. This is the well, the first Christmas. I'm we're, we're not in lockdown for that for that reason. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm uh, my parents uh, live up near Manchester, so I'm going up there for for Christmas, and I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I've got got a one year old now, so she gets to you know go go and see my parents for Christmas. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> I, I don't know what I'm doing actually because I'm in the middle of kind of getting a house and um, I haven't it hasn't yet gone through yet so I don't exactly know where and I've got a feeling the worst thing's going to happen it's going to go through just before Christmas oh, so no. <laughs> <laughs> so I've no idea what's going to happen there I'll still be in London to be honest but that that would be my luck but I think at the moment the plan will will be in London because my mum's here so yeah. I'll be doing that and um as usual enjoying all the lovely food and watching all the nostalgic movies and stuff i think that's the plan die hard classic christmas <laughs> oh hard home alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I put my um put a christmas tree up today so i'm actually feeling starting to feel festive now i guess so um so yeah i'm away visiting family and stuff over you know, over the Christmas week and that. So yeah, it's going to be looking forward to seeing people this year. What if you, what about if, like, if you got round to covering a Christmas song, what one would you all pick? <laughs> My word. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll, I'll probably do Mariah Carey number, but really badly. Obviously I can't hit the tunes and keys she can. So it's going to be like a bad karaoke version of. You uh, bring it down to your key, you know. <laughs> yeah, I could do a screamers version, maybe of it. You never know. Yeah, don't think it'll be as popular, but hey. <laughs> I think Rick would want to do Spice Girls, right, Rick? Oh yeah. Oh, no, that I was. So I was watching. I don't know why I was watching it. I think my wife would put it on the TV. It was um, the top That's forty cute. MTV Christmas list, greatest Christmas songs. But the Spice Girls to become one was like number 27, 28. And I was like, that's, that's not a Christmas song. It, I, I think it's purely come out around Christmas. I guess it was a Christmas number one. Because they've actually know, done but... Christmas songs. <laughs> that's a really Yeah, so a little bit weird. Um, I was a bit, a bit confused by it. I mean, it's, I actually quite like the song. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't, that's not my go-to Christmas song. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I I like the I like the classics. I, I feel like the best ones were the, the older ones. I think um, you know the ones from the sixties and seventies. I can't think of the song names. There's one I've got in my head. Can't think what it is. Quite like the Queen one. Don't know what it's called though. Thank God it's Christmas or something. Or is that the fact? I, I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> Not that much of your favourite, then, is it? 
I'd know if I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> like you could just, instead of doing a cover, you could always write your own Christmas song. <laughs> I was always thinking about that. If you do, do try and aim for like a Christmas number one, <laughs> or it's either that or like Eurovision, which is, you know... <laughs> actually but yeah uh um have you got anything else like you guys want to shout out well anyone (laughs) 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 you know uh yeah um yeah we do have still merch and the t-shirts and cds and stuff on our I think we've got it on our site haven't we so um yeah, yeah we've got that like nightthieves.co.uk and yeah we're yeah if you search night thieves we definitely across the across the socials so yeah definitely check us out there yeah i'll be putting the links on here on as well our website. oh cool thank you <laughs> okay so um i've got one last question which stumps some people and other people answer like straight away if you could rock out with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, dear. The fact it's dead or alive. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd probably still be, uh, for now, I think it would be pretty cool to be able to do something with Foo Fighters for me. I would, that would be like quite, yeah, quite legendary for me. I'd love to go and jam with the guys from Deftones. I love everything they do, and yeah, that that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, there's just there's just so there's just so many. Yeah, I'd I'd love to I'd love to get on the stage with Metallica. I, I think you know that's always that's been a dream for for ages. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe get up and play Creeping Death with them or something. You know, it weren't so hard to answer. <laughs> yeah. There's so many, though. You think, like, oh, I put that person, or yeah. yeah. <laughs> I might have to start warning people, like, say it at the beginning, and then you've got the whole thing to think about it. <laughs> yeah. But then you just have people, like, staring into space for half the interview, just going, like, oh. yeah. Um, I <laughs> uh, quite uh, early incubus as well. I'd like to play with them around the science, make yourself time. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I stick Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> and who would you like? Who would you love to go out on tour with within the UK music scene? I, uh, I think. Brit- yeah, I think Bring Me the Horizon will be pretty cool at the moment to, to go on tour with them. They've done some really cool collabs as well <clears throat> on their last album. So I reckon that'll be really fun. Yeah, I've, I think I agree. I actually saw Bring Me. It was, it was the first gig that I went to since lockdown. I saw Bring Me at the O2 and it was, um, yeah, it was it was something else. Uh, Nova Twin supporters who were pure awesome and... Um, knew me at six um you know not kind of my cup of tea but they just blew they performance was so it was so good they blew me away actually um and bring me were just on a you know 
the sound was just incredible. It's probably the best sound I've heard in a in the O2 or an arena that big. So yeah, it'd be awesome to open for them or something. Rick, I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be boring and have to say bring the horizon as well. But <laughs> I love the guys. The only the only one I'd love to tour with would be Architects, but I don't think we're heavy enough for that crowd. Um, but I, I love Architects so. I have to say them as well. That's good. Good answers. Um, you might be heavy enough. You never know. <laughs> yes. Do you want to start start some heavy screaming vocals? <laughs> I, I did a mini one, didn't I? On figure it out. So I just got to, <laughs> which sounds awesome. That. Yeah. <laughs> just got to stretch that for like the EP or album, maybe for like another nine songs. So yeah, I'll start practicing it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think you know, compared to Architects' latest album, and that that's probably you know probably the same sort of heaviest. But their their early stuff is just <laughs> way heavier. Yeah, yeah. But, and you um, also get a load of kick drums in there as well, like double kicks and stuff. Maybe that'll make it. We can just tell Andreas to just play double kick exactly. for everything. Just that, <laughs> exactly that's now. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for coming on. No worries, Thanks thank for you having for us. Having us. Thank you for having us, yeah.